Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula. That is a three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. We got the homie Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos, and you rolling with us for the final hour of the Get Right on this Tuesday evening, finishing out, uh, I guess, the second day of Super Bowl week as we head towards Super Bowl 58 on Sunday. Of course, it was the first day of broadcasting live from Radio Row in Las Vegas for Sean and RJ, KC Masterpiece, G-Bag Nation. In fact, in about 20 minutes, we will talk to Eric Chiafalo from Vegas, get a feel for the landscape for those gentlemen, what's been happening out there, why they got uh, vending machine pizzas, all that. We'll discuss all of that here soon. But in, before we get there, uh, we will need to get you your headlines. Before we do that, though, I do want to go to the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. Uh, where the 817 said they're normally in bed at this point, but um, they were listening and they heard the point about returning stuff at customer service, and they love us for that because <laughs> they used to work at, or, or actually it seems like they do work at Kroger all right, for almost 10 years, and they said, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I imagine oh, the 817 my. has a ton of stories. In fact, 817, oh, if you're still my. listening, just one story. I don't need a whole bunch of them. If you want to give me a whole bunch of them, I'll take them. If you if you feel up to it and texting texting it, let me know. One story of the time that you were just like, are you bleeping kidding me on one of the returns? I think that would be fun for the listener. Um, but let's get you some headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. And I guess we start outside of the Metroplex as a couple of Dallas-Fort Worth sports teams were in action. One of those being the Dallas Stars. They get a win in Buffalo against the Sabres. Not a great Sabres team. Doesn't matter. Still got to go get a win. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, you got Steele getting a goal for you. Uh, Duchesne, of course, off, obviously often scores for this goal or for this team. Matt Duchesne, Sam Steele are your goal scorers. Um, and I guess one of the things that we do need to talk about clearly is that Jake Ottinger did the thing between the pipes for yes, your boys. 47 saves. Mercy. In this one. That's- just. He was busy. Incredible work for that man. Um, he was on, on his head evening. for real. That's right. That's right. And so you get a win um, in the first game back from the All-Star break. Gives you uh opportunity to continue to climb that leaderboard and get you tied for the lead in the Western or in the Central Division. He was the busiest man on the ice. And the ironic thing about it was he was on the winning team in the, in the All-Star game. You know, he was... He was in goal for that too, so I guess he just continued on. Yeah, especially one, Dean Matthews coming one. coming off of that injury. Mm-hmm. He, there was a little bit of shakiness, and I know me personally got a little bit of concern. But we knew the the type of goaltender that uh, Jake Andre was, and it's good to see him return to the, the solid form that you expect of him. Um, as the Stars get a win on this Tuesday night, uh, they'll be back in action tomorrow as they are in Toronto taking on the Maple Leafs. That'll be at six p.m. Um, but also tonight we got a little bit of basketball action from your Dallas Mavericks who were finishing up a back-to-back. In fact, the Nets also had a back-to-back, but both of those teams meet up at the Barclays Center in, um, Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, which posed a, a special occasion for Kyrie Irving as it was the first time he returns back to his own old stopping grounds as a member of the Dallas Mavericks. And he got busy for this particular occasion. Um, he had 36 of them things. Mm-hmm. Um, on a fairly efficient 15 of 24, 6 of 10 from 3, and all of this included uh, a 
an alley-oop uh, one-handed slam by Kyrie Irving? Yeah, from uh, a lot from Josh Green. Place went nuts. I mean, he put on a show, and Luka Doncic also co- co-signed with all the things he did. He he had 35 points, 18 rebounds. Nine assists. Nine right. assists. Yeah. And the rest of the guys, they, they played all right, but it was the Luka-Kyrie show. But, Rich, so yes, we're sir. here in the studio, mm-hmm. and we got the monitors on, and that we could right. see it. Yes. But we couldn't hear it. Let me tell you some backstory I just found out. Okay, give me the mess. This. Give me the mess. So this was the first time Kyrie had played in Brooklyn to the day he was traded. He was traded exactly one year ago. That is true. Today. I do recall that. And then guess what happens? What's that? Every time he touched the ball in the first half, the fans were booing him. Sure. Until the second half, when that that dunk, that one-handed dunk, and everybody lost their minds, and then they started cheering him the rest of the game. The other thing that's kind of crazy and cold, like I said, they were booing him every time he touched the ball. That's right. He never, when they were asking him in Philadelphia last night, you will be going back to Brooklyn. He said nothing but positive things. He said, oh, yeah, I've made a lot of friendships there, blah, 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 blah. It's a wonderful experience. It's a shame that it ended the way it did. He basically kept took the high road. Well, last night, I mean, tonight, rather, we didn't see this. It couldn't hear because, you know, we're just watching on the monitors. While doing a little bit of radio. All right. Sometimes lately, in the last five years or so, whenever a superstar returns to their city or if they had an impact in their city, they show them a little video montage. Yes. When KD came back with his first time back with the Phoenix Suns to Brooklyn, they showed him a montage. Even though, showed appara- him love. Even though on Twitter, apparently, he said he didn't want it. Right. But they did the montage. Sure. Kyrie comes back. Oh, no montage. Oh. They showed... His picture, along with Seth Curry and Moncrief, uh, Ma- Keith Morris's picture, because they were all traded together. They said, these three. That was it. That's it. And Kyrie said, okay, that's what it is. Is that what time it is? Uh-huh. Yeah, so. So he busted him. In addition to, and we didn't talk about this a lot, he also debuted his new Anta shoes, the Anta Kai ones. Oh, yeah. On this night. So a whole bunch of a momentous occasion deal. for a lot of circumstances. And he capped it off with 36 of them things. Yes, he did. And by the way, it was a, a reunion with all the former Mavericks, former Nets. They all good friends. Dinwiddie, Luca, Dennis Smith Jr. all hugged up. Kyrie. I mean, I, they, was Dorian Finney-Smith in the building? Yes, he was there. I know he was injured. He, he was injured. had a sprained ankle. He was there. He was hugged up with Luca too. So, you know, we didn't have the volume, but we couldn't hear it. But they were just showing all of them all together after the game was over with. It's like everybody's patting each other's back. But. Man, Brooklyn Nets organization, they was cold to Kyrie. Uh, and by the way, I like Mark Followell's new nickname for the backcourt. He calls them Lukai. Okay, all right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder on that one. Me I'm gonna too. see if I like that one. I'm Me gonna too. ponder I on it for a little not, bit. It's not easy to say. While I yeah, exactly. I think that, that that's one of the tough things. It's not like definitive necessarily, but you know what? Mark Followell can make it sound good. He's damn good at his job. Um how about this? Oh, yeah, the Mavericks won. Somebody just asked if they win. Yeah, they won. They did win. 118. Or sorry. Let me, 119. 119, because I, I just looked away from the score. 119-107. And so they remain in eighth place, but they draw within a game and a half. And they play the, the Knicks on Thursday night. That's right. That is right. Um, as, as we continue to give you some headlines on this evening, Clayton Kershaw has decided to continue playing with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, Ranger fans, it didn't happen. Y'all no, it didn't. Come back home. I mean, if it, it felt like with the amount of pitching help that they got this offseason that maybe they wouldn't need mm-hmm. him, maybe he would have interest in playing for the hometown Rangers. 
No, he ultimately remains with the Dodgers. Uh, well, that's, also, that's the only team he's ever played for. It is, and I mean, it's it's been a it's been an incredible run for him as he will remain with the Dodgers, according to someone who's briefed with the negotiations. Um, <laughs> Luca Derby. <laughs> that's that sounds insane. That's I'm not from gonna the lie. Nine four zero. Luca Derby. That sounds wild. Um, we did mention this earlier in around the NFL. The Chargers are hiring Jesse Minter as defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. And they are also hiring Greg Roman as offensive coordinator. So well, Roman was with Baltimore. He with, was with John Harbaugh. He was with John Harbaugh Jim's last time brother. we saw him. Um, he's he's over the course of his career put together some very good offenses. A lot of them having strong running components mm-hmm. to them. So it will be interesting to see what you know what he works on along with Jim Harbaugh for uh, for Justin Herbert and the rest of that mm-hmm. offense for the Chargers. But Jesse Minter, very good defense coordinator for the national championship winning Michigan the Wolverines. Wolverines yeah. So, yeah, that, that'll be a really interesting thing. Uh, from the 469, is there an update on Jordan Montgomery when and who does he sign with? I haven't seen anything particularly that in that piece. place. It's just been, uh, you know, real slow in that regard. And it feels like we're starting to get that more and more in baseball offseason mm-hmm. that we're getting into pitchers and catchers reporting with, you know, some, some free agents still unresolved. And it feels like that might be the way that this goes again this year. Yeah, Jared Sandler was talking about this a couple weeks ago. He said this could happen any day now. It might even bleed all the way through spring training. He said because he thinks, and this is just a theory for Jared, he says he thinks that they're just trying to see how much Bally's money, talking about uh, Montgomery's agent, uh, is it Scott Boris, mm-hmm. trying to see how much money that the Bally's is going to give the Rangers before he asked the Rangers to give up all the money. And you would hope that that would now now that that seems to be relatively yeah, resolved, they should have a that we should start maybe seeing some uh, some resolution in there. Yeah, well, we got a quick Tolo shout out two one four says my birthday is on Friday. Can you shout me out? My name is Jasper. Shout happy out Jasper. birthday, Jasper! But you can you can we come back you on Friday. We'll, we'll get you a nice happy yeah. birthday. Then how about that? How about that? Two times. There you go. There you go. Um, you mentioned Bally and kind of uh, coverage of sports. This was something I found wildly interesting today. We got news that ESPN. Fox and Warner Brothers Discovery, who who owns the Turner Sports, we talk about TNT and TBS and all these places where you're seeing some sports. Well, we got news that those three entities are forming a joint venture to launch a sports streaming service this fall. They announced that today. So this will include the company's portfolios of sports networks, certain direct-to-consumer sports services and sports rights. So if this sounds kind of familiar, right, like this is a subscriber will have – uh, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, SEC Network, ACC Network, ESPN News, ABC, Fox, FS1, FS2, Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, True TV, and ESPN+. Plus. What does that sound like to you? Everything. Cable. You're literally describing cable. You're, but you're, you're getting like a sports bundle of cable. Except for no ballets for your Rangers and Mavericks. Well, sure. Sure. But regional sports networks right. not included does, there. It does sound like a bundle for sports. But it does find it does sound incredible that we have in the revolution of cord cutting and streamers. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it seems like these circle. companies have found found themselves in a place where they're like, we would like to be in a place where the you know it seems like the consumer would like an opportunity to have these bundled together, kind of like what cable ultimately was before. Mm-hmm. Now, the one difference that I can point to in this is that there's not a middleman, there's not a a, a yeah. cable service provider that is then you know, paying out the subscription fees and then, you know, mm-hmm. having that level of middleman. So they end up being the people directly distributing this. But still, this is a this is a a, a somewhat small cable bundle that we are putting together. Which it just finds it's amazing that 
we are in this place where it's especially as we have a lot of disruptors that come uh-huh. into the industry and ultimately what they uh-huh. do is they come around and they invent something that we've never seen before except we absolutely have by the way Atolo just said you're wearing a Luka Doncic headband. <laughs> Reg, why are you why are you Luke, you and Luca wearing the same damn headband? Well Lucas is normally black. He was wearing a white one and you got a white one on yourself. That's right. Um well me personally, I'm wearing this so that uh to keep y'all from looking at the raggediness that is my hair right now. Your hair's not raggedy, meaning by ears or something? Because we can't yeah, see exactly. the top look all right. That that's there you go. You, oh, you, you okay. figured you figured that out part the grift. Of your head. <laughs> you, you figured out. You figured out put the grift. Put, put some coconut oil on that. That's right. That's right. Coconut <laughs> oil. Put some. Yeah. 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 yeah all that. Pe- peppermint oil. All yeah, that. Some yes. pomade. Uh, I don't know why Luca wears his headband. I don't know. He shouldn't have been wearing a white one tonight. Even though. By the way, Luca started out with a mask, a face mask. Yeah, it was clear. It was a clear mask. I always think like, it's interesting when people go with the clear versus like the all black, like yeah, carbon fiber look. Yeah. And so when uh, Lively comes back, I wonder if Luca and Lively. Luca took off the face mask, I think, at halftime. Yeah, it, cl- it clearly, and we know from a lot of people that have worn it, it's not the most comfortable no. thing in the world. Even it takes Lively, a level of Yeah, con- even uh, Lively said time. he wasn't comfortable with it at practice, which is one of the reasons why he said, I'm going to have this uh, nose surgery and this get my septum straightened out. And that's why he wasn't playing. Yep, yep. Um, so, By the way, 214 says, Reg, you have beautiful hair. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it's true. And, and by the way, Reg, I heard that you're a doppelganger. Uh, Jalen Brown is going to be in the All-Star Slam Dunk Contest. Yeah, I should mention that. Thank you for reminding me. Jalen Brown is one of the players. How did you work that deal? You and your, how, how, did you, I, never, I thought you were just a complete player. I never thought of you as an uh, incredible dunker. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> if I had any level of actual connectivity to what Jalen Brown. you like Jalen Brown. I wish I played like Jalen Brown. <laughs> you said we should have that bank account. That, look, well, please understand, right to, today especially, I was wishing I had that uh, <laughs> that that situation, but yeah, apparently he is uh, him, Mac McClung. Jaime That's the G- guy that won it last year. He is. He's the he's the guy who was kind of G leaguer, but he he was a yeah, prolific dunker when he played at. I believe he was at Tech and also Georgetown. Played at those two places. Yeah, he did play at Tech. Jaime Hakez Jr., who is the fantastic rookie uh, from UCLA, playing for the Heat. He will also be in the dunk oh, contest. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like, if I have this correctly, Obi Toppin, no Jacob Toppin, the younger of the Toppins. Yeah, Obi's been in there before. Yes, will be in the dunk contest. So at least we have one name that's a little bit bigger when we talk about Jalen Brown. Jaime Hakez still young. Younger, so I'm not going to really necessarily consider that. Kind of surprising to now get a, a little bit of a bigger name as we start seeing yeah. the dunk contest come through. I wonder what he's going to do because I'm serious. I've never seen an incredible dunk highlight out of him. I've seen – I think he's a really good player. Don't get me wrong. Right. I just cannot think of him as just a dunker. I'm, I'm with you. We'll find out. Maybe I'm with that, you. Maybe that element of surprise might lift him to the title. Maybe so. And, and then you go, he's going to send you some money, you know. Buddy, again, <laughs> look, I'll I'll take all y'all's Jalen Brown's jokes if Jalen Brown is sending me a check. That'd make me a lot more uh, amenable to all of these proceeds. So, so Ross, uh, last Saturday, uh, Red shows up at the game at the Mavericks game. That's right. Before the Bucks game. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, people say, hey, Chris, is that you down there talking to Jalen Brown? You lying. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I said Jalen a little bit taller. <laughs> a lot, a lot taller. In fact, I said that to you on yeah, the court. Then I was like, "Look, man, there's there's a significant difference in the height here. I ain't short, but I ain't Jalen Brown. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, a dude who is short, a little bit, I guess, in NBA circles. Again, not actually short. Trey Young. Yeah, him and Scotty Barnes He's are are replacements for the East All Star team 
in uh, the All-Star game, they are replacing injured Joel Embiid and injured Julius Randle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dallas' own Julius On that team. That's right. Uh, what was it, Prestonwood? Right? Preston Wood Baptist. There you go. Wanted to make sure I get that right. Shout out Preston Wood. But, yes, uh, those guys are out. So, Trey Young, Scotty Barnes will get an opportunity to play in that All-Star contest that's happening um, in just a couple of weeks at this point. We really are hitting a really fun part of the sports calendar. We talk about clearly Super Bowl. All-Star game, if you care, right? Like, I know that some people mm-hmm. aren't necessarily big on that, but then we get into baseball, we get into the spring training of the all, and then, hey, on man. Valentine's Day. What, what does March mean again? Oh, yeah, that's madness. right. Madness. Yeah, the madness. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, a, it's a fun part of the calendar that we're getting towards, and you get to roll with us, the Get Right, and 105 through the fan. Speaking of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we got a correspondent supposed to be calling in, right? That's right. That's right. You know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's talk to Eric Chiafalo, the G-Back Nation, hey. live from Las Vegas as the boys and 105 through the fan are on Super Bowl Radio Row. Let's see what them fellas have been getting up to, and we'll do it next on the fan. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Don't worry about it if you're watching on YouTube, 105.3 The Fan on YouTube, or twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. Chris is here. It's just the, the camera well above his head at this moment. Uh, but, yeah, you can see his hand right now. And if you're listening, you're just hearing me describe things that you cannot see. But we appreciate all of you hanging out with us, <laughs> regardless of how you're listening, where you're listening. Thanks for making us a part of your evening um who is also soon to be a part of your evening his name is eric chiafalo works for the g-bag nation works for 105 the fan really uh but he is on the g-bag nation and we are efforting him to see what is happening in you're las vegas dra- you're trying to drag him out of that media party is what you're doing i don't you're, I being, may- you're being professional about it but they party in with the media party tonight well i i mean this is this would not be the first time that he has missed an obligation on the day exactly did you uh i don't know if you were if you were tolo and uh. listening to the knc masterpiece apparently he was supposed to join those fine gentlemen earlier today except mm-hmm. he just didn't remember uh-huh. or got caught up He's and you know vegas. what I guess I understand why, right? Like, there's a lot of things to do in Vegas. A lot of what things that can catch your attention. What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. All right, cast your bets, uh, pun intended, on where and what has had all day. Um, He's at the strip club. Our man. <laughs> no, that would be uh, Walter. No, Walter's not doing that. No. no? Uh, I wonder if maybe he, uh, if he's, you know, looking at the sphere. Mm-hmm. You know, just like it just got yeah. got caught and entranced by the big ball of light. This is pretty impressive. It really is. You know what I've and this is I feel nonsensical saying this because look, it's it's not it's not something that's like major, I don't think. But I've been amazed at just like how how that thing works from every angle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all the way around. Just at any it's, point that you are looking at it, it looks like it was intended for you as you are looking at it to see it. At least that's what it that's what the appearance mm-hmm. feels like. The crazy part about it is I, I was out there for New Year's weekend and That's right. And they we were thinking about going to go see it. I mean, you can see from the outside all over, but you can go see it. Well, you know, like you can go see AT and T Stadium and get some tickets. There's nothing going on inside. Mm, yeah. Just go take a tour. Sure, they're charging 125 dollars a person for. Just, I'm like, just to see inside what's I'm happening. I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen it from the outside. That's 125 dollars New Year's Eve weekend. We can do much better than that. <laughs> so we, we, so we saw from the nine four zero, Eric Chiafalo is hanging out with the Blue Man Group. Okay. I I truly believe if Eric Chiafalo got an opportunity to perform with the Blue Man Group, he would shave his head and paint himself blue for the opportunity. I he truly would. That. Ah, he's hanging out with Usher before Usher does the halftime. Mm, okay. He's learning some backup steps. He would. I, yeah, yeah. What? Okay. 
Yeah, this is interesting because we like he he I he you know let me know. Hey, I'll hop on the show, and I was like, mm-hmm. cool. And I gave him a multitude of times. We're on. We were on for three hours, or we mm-hmm. are on for three hours this evening. Obviously, giving an extra of our hour to uh, hot stove, Rangers mm-hmm. hot stove. With Jared Sandler getting an opportunity to get ready for spring training baseball here on your home of the World Series champion Texas Rangers, one hundred five through the fan. And he he was like, no, nah, let's go for let's go for the ten twenty. Let's go for that time. I imagine because he wanted to be a part of you know the media party and everything and get the get the vibe. The only excuse he could possibly offer that I would buy is if he's in the middle of a blackjack table run and he's on third base and he cannot leave. All right, because well, the whole table get mad. At well, then let's go to the DNM leasing hotline right now. Eric Chiafalo. Oh, we got him. What what kept you from our phone call? Where you for been, so long man? At this point. I am so sorry, guys. I don't know what is happening. The phone number from the station that's calling me is coming up as potential spam. I thought it was one of these creditors that is after my <laughs> rear end yeah. for uh, some unpaid debt. So I was just sending it to voicemail and avoiding my problems, which is one of my favorite things to do. Well, Welcome. I mean, that's that's what people do in that's Las Vegas. Everybody do. But also, like, how how much debt have you already racked up on those tables that people are calling you about it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Thank that's you. A good point. I'll tell you what, I uh, I actually, I'm going to have to dip into these uh, the gambling aspect of Vegas uh, a little bit more over the coming days. I do know, and I can tell you factually, that Baskey is up $24, so he Woo! feels like the richest man in Vegas right now. My boy is crushing. Oh, he's buying everybody drinks tonight. Is he playing everybody. the penny tables? Is that what's happening here? Yeah, he said, I don't, I don't understand the lingo, but he said he went in. Caesars, he's doing the crap thing, but he said he like moved the line or like there was no line or I don't really understand. I don't understand the verbiage, but he, some way he's like gambling small amounts and he's up right now. So he feels like he's just, he's just being very braggadocious about his gambling. He says he might retire because he thinks he can crush here in Vegas if he just gambles. Okay, I got a better question for you. Let's talk about this media party. Are you there yet? Where is it? And who from the radio station is with you? Okay, so yes, we are here. Uh, this is it's at it's at the Grand Prix where they did the F one race. Oh, okay, mm, pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and we just discovered in the last twenty minutes that there's three levels to this place. So uh, we were we were starting to get a little bit frustrated with the lack of food options, but every level has different food there options. There you go. So uh, Baskey, Baskey came down and was like, hey, you know, we, he like kind of disappeared for a while. And then he pops up and he's like, oh, my gosh, we got to go upstairs. You got to go to the second floor. You got to go to the third floor. They got all these different food options. The meatballs are incredible. The pizza. It's actually really cool. Like the first floor, it's like different, I don't know, like Korean food. And mm-hmm. there's like cars and they're showing off. It's like the garage where they had the F1 race. We're like in the garage where I guess all nice. the actual F1 cars were kind of posted up during the race. Now we're on the second floor, which is considered like the old Vegas. Yeah. So it's like throwback Vegas mm. style. And then the third floor is what they deem to be new Vegas, uh, which I believe to be a touch more progressive. So who all's with you? Who who all made the who all made okay, the trip yes. to the media party? Tell let's who let's find out who made it and who decided to stay in. All right, so we got we have Sean, RJ, and Bobby that did the Vegas Golden Knights hockey game. So they're mm. they're doing their thing at the hockey game tonight. Uh, the the rest of us, I mean, we're all here. Uh, well, okay, outside of okay, you guessed 
if you had to guess two people that are not here, <laughs> who, who, who would be your guesses? I'll Gavin you Dawson guesses. And, and Kevin Hagelin. That's right. Boom. You absolutely <laughs> nailed it. You're up a thousand. Uh, yeah, those are the only two fellas that didn't make it out. But otherwise, <laughs> hanging out here, I'll tell you what, a, a very, I would say, a very nicely inebriated Corey Majors. Like mm, the, very nice. He's, he's the buzzing perfect good. inebriation. He's just yeah. he's walking around. He's floating. He's mingling. Yeah. He's rubbing elbows. You- he's bringing. He he introduced us to the Australian football folks that are uh, that cover the NFL, but they're Australian and they talk to us in their accent for a while, and that was very entertaining. Wait, so so just reminding. Corey Majors is a fun, uh, inebriated person, right? Oh, yeah. Like, he, he becomes even more personable and social, right? Correct, yes. He's bringing everybody into the conversation. He sees somebody, he thinks he knows them, he doesn't know them, but it doesn't matter. He's introducing himself. Charm. And boom. Yeah. And I think my favorite part of the night so far was Corey, after beverage number who knows what, deciding to just look over at the bar. His drink was done, and so he was like, okay, I need a new drink. And he didn't mind the 12 people in line waiting for their drink. And he just got right to the front. And I got to witness the faces of all the people that he just cut. And they were very displeased with him. And we were all laughing because Corey just didn't care. And he got his drink. The bartenders mm, respect hey. Majors. There's a gravitas. When Majors walks up to the bar, you pour him a drink, and that's it. I've often said that, honestly. That's 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 a, a quote from me from 2003. Hey, Eric, how close is Broadus to being World Series Parade Broadus? Oh, my dear God. That's a good point, boys. I, I, don't, I only told you to guess two names, but there's actually a third one. <gasps> Broadus, no. Broadus decided that uh, he was going to be schmoozing with his big-time football oh, guy. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense, yeah. He's getting some inside knowledge. He's working. He's always working. Yes, and he knows people from every team. And so we're here in Vegas, and so there's all sorts of Raiders people that are out here. And he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got my guy with the Raiders. Sorry, guys, I got to go to my dinner with the Raiders. He's going to have some stories on G-Bag this week. Hell, he might not just have stories. He might get hired. You realize that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. For all I know, he's interviewing right now so that he can bail on us and go run run an organization. The Raiders could use him, to be quite honest. (laughs) So is the Wooly Bully, is he Wooly Bullying it, or is he being, uh, I'm about to be married with a baby uh, guy? You know, i got to be honest with you. I'm pretty impressed with uh, the the adult behavior that uh, he's he's showing here. Like, very mature, but there's a cocktail in his hand right now. His sausage <laughs> fingers are wrapped around a cocktail, and actually, he's smiling. I'm going to pass along the telephone to the mm. Wooly Boy so that you guys can get a feel. You guys tell me how hammered he is right now. Okay, okay good. You know, okay, here he is, the Wooly Bully, ladies and gentlemen. Ross, stay on that dump button just in case. Uh, Zachary she Wolchuk. What's up, Red? She my my friend. Hi. Um, question number one, and clearly the most important question that you'll be asked probably over this entire week. Have you eaten from any more vending machines, uh, as after you ate a, a pizza from a vending machine? Am I getting this right? Yeah, I, it was gross. I have not done that. I have not done any more vending machine ventures. Although Carter did say today he wanted me to try the cake out of the other vending machine that is also from Carlos. I don't know if I'm going to do that because the pizza... The pizza wasn't good. Hey, Zach, last time I talked to you, you were leaving La- – I'm ta- last time we talked oh. to you about Vegas, you were leaving Las yeah. Vegas from the Errol Spence-Bud fight, and your head was hurting. How are you feeling yeah. right about now, sir? I'm I, – hey, uh, I, CAI learned from that previous time, so I'm good right now. I'm <laughs> at a good pace. 
I will say Eric and uh, Corey are on another level tonight. <laughs> We're going to KMC tomorrow. My man is tilted. He is like the leaning tower of Pisa right He's now. <laughs> and I'm just waiting for the wind to blow him over. But, uh, you know, spot. We got Christy Shales hanging out with us. We've been talking about the Cowboys defensive coordinator deal. And, uh, you know, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some scoopage. It's going to be Ron Rivera. What? The scuttlebutt out here is Ron Rivera is going to get this gig. Oh, man. Uh, and it might, it might kind of be the owner being a little cheap here. Well, you Just know what, honest. Wolchuk? I need what happens in Vegas to stay in Vegas in that instance. You hear me? <laughs> hey, the people need to know the Tullos deserve the truth. Okay. So we will keep an eye on this Cowboys possible right story. I cannot keep it to myself. Okay, very good. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it, and if it happens, we'll give you the credit. Speaking of keeping an eye, yeah, we'll uh, you, you have been, I feel like you've been moseying around. Like, how, have you, how much have you gotten around Vegas in the you know one full day that you've been out there? And What's been the most notable thing? All right, Corey's starting to throw silverware at me. Um, <laughs> That's a normal thing to do. Yeah. So Eric, and I, Eric and I ventured out last night after we landed. We went on a little walk around, which was nice. We got down, uh, I'd say, probably towards the Paris Casino, mm-hmm. from where we're staying at the link. Uh, and then we have an awesome driver that picked us up and took us down to Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay, guys, it's really the first time I've been in there. Chris, I'm sure you've seen a lot of fights there, but my oh, yeah. God, that place is gorgeous. It, it really is. Huge. is. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they've done with Radio Row is, compared to Phoenix last year, it's night and day. It's amazing, but... You can get lost in Mandalay Bay. I mean, there's about six different restaurants in there. Yes, it's pretty special. And they've got an artificial uh, wave machine and uh, surfing and all that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's incredible. It really is. The link, what we're saying, it's, 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 uh, I know Mike likes to complain a little bit. You know, for, for Eric and myself, it fits our standards. We're just happy to be here. Very good. Um, and, and another part, before we let you go, another part of uh, Super Bowl Radio Row, getting a chance to talk to people. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah. of all sorts of various interests. First, okay. like, who who are you hoping to try and get on the program yeah. over the course of the week? Who have you seen and been like, oh, we, we got to effort that one? Super excited tomorrow. We're supposed to have Darren on. Who? Woody, Say Woody that one more time for us. You're cutting out in and out a little bit. Who's coming on? We're, we're supposed to have Darren Woodson on tomorrow. Oh, wow. Oh, Darren Woodson? So, and this could, be, this could be a big weekend. You know, we're hoping to get Woody into the yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, the Hall now. of Fame. Woody doesn't like to talk about this. I mean, Chris, you, you know you know Woody well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian and I got to see him at the airport last year when we were flying back, and we were just crushed. He didn't make it then. And we were sitting there venting to, to Darren Woodson's wife about it, and his wife's like, yeah, you guys are so right. And Woody's just like, guys, I'm good. You know, I'm good. Mm, yeah, he don't want to talk about he, it, yeah. He's such a humble, special mm-hmm. individual, but he deserves it. He should be in there. I can't wait to talk to him. I think that's going to be great. Otherwise, guys, I'd love to get McAfee on. McAfee's got a hell of a set. Mm. I think it's going to be tough, but he was wandering around last year for a little period. I'd like to pop Pat McAfee on and get some inside scoop on what the hell's going on at ESPN. Okay, very good. Yeah, no, I, I, I have now deputized you with the all of the no authority that I have to go do that. Okay. Make that happen. Please. Chase him down. Okay. Uh, our guy, Zach Wolchuk, and obviously we talked to Eric Chiafalo earlier. Love you guys. Uh, hey, man, we appreciate you greatly. Yeah, thanks, Have buddy. a fun time, buddy. They're not broke yet. There he goes. The, the week is early. They're no, that's not right. Yet. That's right. Um, they, I wonder if they make it back to the hotel. We did hear Mike Bassick up.
technically up. I think the the number that we got was twenty four dollars. Twenty four dollars, but that's not bad. That's more than what he came with. How quickly does he lose it? <laughs> we will find out very soon. But yeah, um, that's those are our guys out on uh, Radio Row in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Um, Walt, or sorry, uh, Dawson and Hagee, of course, stayed in. Brought us schmoozing with the with the hob, uh, the big wigs of the NFL. He's going to have some stories tomorrow, and of course, he's going to be able to tell you some stuff. I and you, I mean, that's why you need to listen. Of mm-hmm. course, Sean and RJ um, and Bobby all in, you know, watching but a little bit of hockey. So you'll want to turn it on five thirty a.m. Here, Sean and RJ giving you their recaps of what's happening uh, in the hockey world. I imagine that Corey's going to have some things. Well, Corey's going to have some things told to him. About his night on the KNC Masterpiece. And then the G-Bag Nation, you might get some real NFL insights Uh from those fine gentlemen uh, tomorrow on the program. And the the Wooly Bully just said it could be Ron Ron Rivera. You know what? Let's let's dig into that a little bit deeper as we are going into the final call. We'll do it next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. We got a Ross Lebensky on the ones twos. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you guys rolling with us on this Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. The final call here on the Get Right as, you know, we cap off a, another day of broadcasting here on Super Bowl uh, week as we head up to Super Bowl 58. Uh, obviously, the guys out in Las Vegas, Sean and RJ, KNC Masterpiece, G-Bag Nation, We'll talk a little bit more about something that we heard uh, from our friend Zach Wolchuk while we were talking to him yesterday, not yesterday, uh, last segment, talking, uh, you know, getting a little bit of a live update of what's happening uh, with those fellas on a strip. I do want to, you know, re-rack a couple of things that we, you know, had today. Your Dallas Stars get a win in their first game back from the All-Star break, taking on on the Buffalo Sabres. Um, You get 47 saves. From Jake Ottinger, um, only obviously one goal to one, uh, but still um, big time saves from Jake Ottinger looking good uh, coming out of the All-Star break, which obviously bodes well, I imagine, for the run towards the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs uh, for your now tied for the division lead in the Central Dallas Stars. Also, Dallas Mavericks were in action in Brooklyn as the second leg of their three game East Coast road trip. Uh, happened tonight is the like I said faced off against the Brooklyn Nets 119-107 the final in which Luka Doncic puts up a 35-18 rebounds and nine assists and yet he still was not like the most magnificent part of this per se as Kyrie Irving his return to uh, the Barclays Center oh yeah That's exactly exactly in one year to the day that mm-hmm. he was traded to the Mavericks drops 36 points uh topped off with a really big one-handed jam off an alley-oop for the 6-1 guard not something you see a whole bunch but he was motivated oh that's the highlight that's the highlight player of the night it blew up social media it broke the internet absolutely if you want to get on social media you will find that and you'll see that he was wearing his uh he debuted his new shoe as well his new signature shoe with Anta. was it the shoes what is it the shoes it, look i imagine that you got to put that together as a commercial money was Anta, it the shoes right um, but yeah, a fantastic night for your Dallas Mavericks offensively, and you can see the ways in which when they knock down shots, they win games, um, shooting 44% from three, mm-hmm. which is just above average for them, and when they don't knock down shots, it's a little tough for them. They have now won two games in a row. They have won 14 games on the road, which is, uh, I think, the most for any team in the league is 16, and I want to say that's the T-Wolves. There's a couple of teams with 15, and the Mavericks have won 14. They will take their talents to Manhattan proper when they take on the Knicks on Thursday night. The Knicks won, by the way, last night, and 
the Knicks have, of course, Jalen Brunson. That's going to be an interesting reunion. By the way, um, that's going to be on Thursday night. Thursday afternoon at 2 o'clock is the trade deadline. So we'll see if uh, the roster's still the same or not. One thing about it is Kyrie and Luka put on a show tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Those guys hooped. And we'll see ultimately, like you mentioned, what happens at the trade deadline because the the rumors are warming up and there's a lot of talk about the idea that, you know, they this organization feels um, kind of, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but they it feels like they are moving towards maybe making a, a deal of some sort. They're obviously still looking for some size, a power mm-hmm. forward type player, you know, in that forward position. Um, it seems like the names that are most likely – are the ideas, uh, especially reported by Mark Stein, obviously really well tapped into this organization. Um, Kyle Kuzma and P.J. Washington seem to be those names. I know that Brian Windhorst was talking about the idea that Andrew Wiggins seems to be in play. Um, so th- those seem to be the names that come up the most frequently as we move closer and closer towards the trade deadline uh, for your Dallas Mavericks and for the rest of the National Basketball Association. Um, like you mentioned, Mavs back in action on Thursday against the Knicks uh, in New York. But something that we were just talking to our friend Zach Wolchuk about, about mm-hmm. uh, as we were getting talking to him live from the media party. Um, and he this man was well within his well within his faculties, so I don't think that he was just talking out of out of his uh keister. He said that the scuttlebutt that seems to be happening is he's talking to the likes of Christy Sales. Now I don't want to put this on Christy like she was reporting this, right? But you know, as they were, you know, talking to various people at the media party, they're starting to get an impression that maybe, just maybe, the next defensive coordinator of your Dallas uh, Dallas Cowboys is not Mike Zimmer, but is actually Ron Rivera. And he did put in a little a little uh, mention that maybe it's a, a, a bit of the owner being cheap. Of course, I know for certain that the G-Bag Nation will flesh out some of those revelations and thoughts uh, on the G-Bag Nation tomorrow, 2 p.m., right here on The Fan. But what, what strikes you about that? Okay, the first thing I thought of was Jerry has a small relationship with Ron Rivera. I say small. Once upon a time, remember when Bill Parcells retired after, you know, the Seattle loss, Tony Romo fumbling football or whatever? Yeah. They were going to bring in North Turner. Mm-hmm. They were with Norm North Turner hand in hand. Super Bowl week, we were down there in Miami. It was the Bears playing the Colts. And North Turner said he was going to bring in Ron Rivera as his defensive coordinator. And they, and they were playing in the Super Bowl. And the Bears lost that bowl to Peyton Manning and the Colts. But Ron Rivera was there. And so it was like a foregone conclusion that North Turner was coming home to coach the Cowboys with Ron Rivera as his defensive coordinator. Jerry sat down with Ron Rivera and said, well, can you coach a 3-4? Because that's what Parcells had installed. And he said, nope, I coach a 4-3. And Jerry said, I'm sorry. I spent too much money on players to that play a 3-4, and so no. And North said, if I can't have Ron Rivera, I'm not going to be the coach. So Ron Rivera and North Turner wound up going on to San Diego. Ron Rivera is, if he's going to be the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, guess what kind of defense they run? A 4-3. Four, three. Three. Yeah. That's what he runs. I'm just saying this would be full circle for him. Uh, if it happens, I personally think they should take Mike Zimmer. Uh, Ron Rivera, of course, would know that he's a rental if uh, Mike McCarthy doesn't make it through the next season. You know, that's the way it goes. But Ron Rivera is actually a really good defensive coordinator. He when when the Bears went to the Super Bowl that year as his and he was the defensive coordinator, their number three team in the defensively in the league. And when he 
was the head coach of Carolina. He took him to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, he knows how to coach. It didn't work well for him in Washington, but that doesn't mean he, he can't be a good defense coordinator. I'm not saying he's a sexy hire. Um, I'm not a big fan of the move if it were to happen, but the relationship I remember is like the what could have happened with North Turner and Ron Rivera. Yeah. And Jerry was cheap, said, I ain't paying that kind of money for to switch the defense up. Yeah. Um, and I, I, the, I'm trying to recall the last time that Ron Rivera called plays. I know that he called plays towards the end of this past season for Washington once they get Jack Del Rio out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're, you know, they're, they have him calling plays for maybe the last three, four weeks of the season for the Commanders. Mm-hmm. So that is his return to play calling. But I'm, I'm trying to recall the last time that he called actively called plays before that. And, you know, I know there's a lot of, I think it was first since 2017. Uh, no, no, that's not even. That's, basically the last time that even uh, Mike McCarthy was calling plays for the Packers. Right. Um, I'm and not even sure if that's. He started doing it last year. I'm not even sure if that's exactly when. So, But I think the, ultimately the thing is there's a lot of people that have been looking. And I know for me in particular, looking at the idea of guys that can give you a schematic advantage on the field. And I know Ron Rivera's been a head coach. It fits in with that MO. He'll be able to handle the defensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. What is he bringing you as a as a schematic guy? And so I'm looking to looking forward to digging into that and what's what uh, I imagine the G Bag Nation will get into tomorrow. Yeah, what I what I wish he would bring is that fiery attitude to offset Mike McCarthy's good cop. In other words, a bad cop, good cop personality. But he's he's a good cop too. It's like t- another good cop. Players gonna love him. Well, it sets up must listen, uh, must listen Wednesday right if it here happens. It on the fan. Well, no, just in general talking yeah. about what's happening in Vegas. In case people just turned in. Maybe some scuttlebutt. Yes, that's right. This is scuttlebutt coming from Vegas from our guys out there. So check in with the Sean and RJ show, five thirty a.m. Can't see masterpiece ten a.m. And of course the G Bag Nation two p.m. We'll be back tomorrow seven p.m. till eleven. Until then, y'all be easy. Peace.